One of the big mistakes that we make with time out though is people think you have to get angry and frustrated and talk lots when they do it. It's actually better when you do it in silence. So when you put the puppy in timeout, be very calm. There's no need to get stressed. You just pick the puppy up or put a leash on your dog, move them into timeout, and then five, 10 minutes later, let them out and ignore them when they come out. That's a really important part. Welcome to the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, helping you unleash the greatness within your dog. Hey there, Doggy Dan here. Another edition of Pup Dates. I'm walking my dogs in the woods and I thought, what should I share with you today? And I thought, you know what? One of the most powerful tools that I've come across in my 15 years of dog training, I'll share that. And it's the simple tool, timeout. Using timeout with dogs. Timeout with dogs is basically the idea of when your dog does something that you don't want them to do, you put them in another space. You separate them from you. And so many people don't understand the power of it and don't understand how to do it well. It's very easy to do it badly, very easy to do it well. So the reason I love it is if you don't use timeout, I mean, what do you do? I mean, you either start shouting at your dog, which loses respect, gets you frustrated, and the dogs kind of love the attention and carry on doing it anyway. And if you get even more angry, you end up start, you know, thinking about smacking your dog, which is just the worst thing in the world. Now, timeout, let me tell you a story. Let me share a story. I worked with a, a very young Jack Russell. And basically this Jack Russell, one of the things he was doing was he was chewing the power points on the wall. Any cables coming out the wall, he'd go chew them. So what I did with him, as I explained, we're just gonna start using timeout. And when he went to chew the wires, the, uh, the plug coming out the wall, I picked him up very calmly, very quietly. I walked him into another room where, where it was all bomb-proof. Uh, I think it was a bathroom or a toilet. Put him in there and closed the door. Now I left him there for a couple of minutes and then we let him out. Now he went straight over to the power plug, started chewing it. At which point I walked over, picked him up, put him straight back in the bathroom. This time he came out and he looked at me, he looked at the PowerPoint and he started chewing it again. And I picked him up and the owners were laughing, going, he'll never stop, he'll never stop. And I put him in timeout. This time I increased it by a few minutes. So I think the first time was a couple of minutes, then it was maybe four or five minutes. This time, he came out, I'll never forget it. He came out, he looked at me, looked at the PowerPoint, went to buy it, I'm talking, he was this close. He went, ah, and then he looked at me and he went, uh-huh, nah, I don't think so. And he walked away and that was it. He never chewed the PowerPoints ever again. We gave him something else to chew, but the point was he knew, he, dogs are so smart, they can easily connect up. I did this and I got timeout. I did this and I got isolation. It's so easy when it's done properly. Sometimes a dog needs a bit more help to relax and change their behavior. That's why I recommend Angel Oil, a tried and tested CBD oil that people are using to help them with their dog's training and physical issues. To see if CBD oil could help your dog, visit the online dogtrainer.com forward slash shop. And when you use the code podcast, you'll get 15% off my full range of Angel Oil CBD products. So... Let me give you a few ideas on what, how to do the, um, what you can use as timeout. Timeout is basically separation from you. Think of the lone wolf. We talk about the lone wolf because wolves don't want to be alone. Dogs don't want to be alone. Lots of dogs get separation anxiety. Now we're not creating or causing separation anxiety. That's not the idea here. It's just a bit of separation from you for a few minutes and then you can increase that time if they continue to do the thing that you really don't want them to do. 
Now, and I'm talking like start with two or three minutes and increase it to five or 10. But if you have a dog who does something really naughty, like biting you or mouthing you really hard, you can increase it to half an hour. You know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt or harm your dog to have them in, in a crate or in a room um, for half an hour. Put it this way, when you go to work, they're probably gonna be left for kind of four, five, six hours, maybe eight hours. So dogs are okay to be left alone and using timeout is actually, it's absolutely fine in terms of, uh, you know, their health, their mental well-being. One of the big mistakes that we make with timeout though is people think you have to get angry and frustrated and talk lots when they do it. It's actually better when you do it in silence. So when you put the puppy in timeout, be very calm. There's no need to get stressed. You just pick the puppy up or put a leash on your dog, move them into timeout, and then five, 10 minutes later, let them out and ignore them when they come out. That's a really important part. Now, now the other thing you can do, if you've got a big dog who doesn't want to go in timeout, this happens a lot. I can remember one Rottweiler trying to get him to go in timeout, it wasn't gonna work. So what we did is we left the room. It works just as well. Now, obviously you don't wanna be doing this for the rest of your life, but if you have to do that three or four times, you know, dog jumps up on you and you kind of walk out the room, dog jumps up on you again, you walk out the room, dog jumps up on you again, you walk out the room. If you do it three times, and then the fourth time the dog gets it, that's time well spent. And the point is you haven't had to get physical with your dog, you haven't had to shout at your dog, you certainly haven't had to smack your dog or use a shock collar on your dog or anything like that. Barking, pulling on the leash, not coming when called, dog aggression, jumping all over people, no matter what your dog issue is, theonlinedogtrainer.com has helped tens and tens of thousands of people just like you. Once you know how, it's easy to have the dog of your dreams. To find out more, visit theonlinedogtrainer.com forward slash shop to discover how to stop all those unwanted behaviors today and to say thank you for listening. Use the code podcast and you'll get 20% off. Timeout works. It's a beautiful way of training your dog, giving them a negative consequence when they do something that you don't want. It works with kids the same. You know, my Stanley is such a, such a lovely boy, but my, my son, but there was one time when he, um, he was sat next to my daughter and we were having, I can't remember, spaghetti or something. And he started sticking his fork into the spaghetti bolognese and hold it, he was only like three or something. He was holding it up to his sister's face and he's waving it in her face. And I was like, oh. Stanley, don't do that, darling. And got some more and he's like, his sister's only two, so she was kind of, oh, what are you doing? He kept doing it. I said, Stanley, stop doing that. If you do, and I basically put in place the puppy training stuff with my child. So I stayed very calm and I could communicate to him what was gonna happen. So you can't do that with a puppy, but same, same concept. I said, Stanley, if you do that anymore, if you stick the spaghetti in the fork in Sage's face, you're gonna have to go in your bedroom. Well. He had to test it, so he was stuck in the face. So I said, come on, Stanley, in your bedroom. And I took him by his hand, I put him in his bedroom, I closed the door, left him there for, I don't know, one minute, two minutes. And then he came out. I said, come on out now, come and eat your spaghetti. He came out, it was fine. Now, I just know how many times that saved me, using timeout, because I didn't have to shout at him. I certainly didn't have to raise my hand and tap him or smack him or get angry or frustrated, because I knew I had something there which meant I could stay calm. It allows the child or the puppy to kind of rethink what they're doing. It allows me to calm down, stay calm and go, you know, I got this. If he does it again, I'm gonna put him in timeout for a little bit longer. It keeps the relationship on track.
So that's timeout. Stay calm. You don't have to say anything. Uh, the other big thing that people worry about is if your puppy sleeps in a crate or in a room, you can still use that room or that crate for timeout. It's not gonna be that your puppy will never wanna go there at night. They'll make the um, connection with, this was because I was a bit of a monkey, but naughty, just like my son. We used his bedroom as timeout, but he still loved going there when it was bedtime. Alrighty, I'm gonna go and find my dogs, I don't know where they are, and um, I will catch up you, with you next week for another edition of Pup Dates. Lovely sharing, hope that's been helpful. Take care and bye-bye for now. That's it for another edition of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show. Please go to the online dogtrainer.com forward slash podcasts to find the show notes and a lot more information on this topic. Thanks for listening. To keep the show rolling, the best way you can help out is to like, follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and YouTube and wherever else you're listening to this. And if you want to get great snippets of dog training tips and tricks once a week, absolutely free, then sign up for my Pup Dates newsletter at the bottom of any page on the onlinedogtrainer.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Take care and have a great day with your dog. You've been listening to another episode of the Doggy Dan Podcast Show, bringing you one step closer to creating harmony with your dog.